Hey, hello, hello. Welcome, everyone. This is Joseph Brownlee. Body of Christ. Real talk. Joseph Brownlee of Body of Christ. Real talk. How you doing today? Today, I want to talk about some real talk health news. Medical news. I want to talk about our health. Not in the sense as losing weight or, you know, gaining weight or uh, doing exercise or anything like that. I want to get back into something that I have not been talking about lately. I have been putting it in the backboard or just putting it on the side. But I want to get back into something about the decision making when it comes to our health. Decision, decision making when it comes to our health. I'm thinking right now, I'm looking at this program. It's an uh, a interesting program that I'm looking at right now called uh, uh, Vaccine Revealed 2023. A very powerful documentary. It has nine episodes nine series and a very good series very informational series about vaccines in general not just the COVID-19 vaccines but vaccines in general because a lot of the cuts and a lot of the the interviewer is older interviews and some of the interviews have uh taken place before the pandemic came out before the COVID-19 pandemic and before the vaccines. So basically, this is just a lot of not a lot of back knowledge that was known before the pandemic. Some of these interviews that's going on now. Before I get into this, let me say hello. 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 I love you all. Hello to everyone. My I Ronald Isley impersonation, you know. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. One young man told me I looked like it. Ronald Isley. I don't see it much, but when I kept looking at it, I could see the eyebrows because I have real thick eyebrows. It's just like a Walker Brownlee trait. I have real thick eyebrows. I can see them. I have really large, big eyes, you know, and, you know, one of them is lazy, but we don't get into that. But <laughs> one guy said, man, yeah, I look like uh, Ronald Isley. I don't see it much. I I've been told I look like Al Roker. I I've been told I favored Charles Barkley. I've been told I favored a lot of people, you know, but Joe, <laughs> but Joe, Joe, you know, hey, I've been told I favored a white victim, a black victim or two, or, you know, <laughs> you, you always seem to favor someone, you know, why did I get into that? I don't know. I'm just, you know, it, it's, it's just amazing when you people say you look like somebody, because I know a lot of people look like a lot of people, actors or neighbors or past friends or whatever like that, but I have been known to say I look like I have been told that I look like a lot of people. Is Ronald Isley is one of them, you know, but I don't see it much, but I can see it in the bubble eyes and eyebrows or whatever like that. But that's another story. I thought I'd just get out there. That's for free. All of that is for free. Hello, everyone. Good morning. Good mid-morning. Good afternoon. Good mid-afternoon. Good mid 
Good evening, and to my night listeners, welcome to this special show of Body of Christ Real Talk. And that's amazing, Body of Christ, because we're going to talk about the body today in a health sense. Talking about our decision making when it comes to putting things in our bodies, you know. And we put a lot of wrong things in our, I know I do, you know, we put a lot of wrong things in our bodies when it comes to food and drinks and stuff like that, that we shouldn't be putting in our bodies, you know, stuff like that. But I'm going to get not in a healthy nutritional way to eat because I'm not the one to do that. I leave that for someone else, but I want to get into something when it comes to medicines. Making decisions when it putting, making decisions of putting certain medicines or getting certain shots. So I want to be specifically no holes barred talking about the shots, specifically vaccine shots. I'm not going to talk a long time about that. Uh, but when I was watching this documentary, you know, a lot of the things that they are talking about, I know about. Not everything word for word, but I know all I have been I have several uh, articles on stuff like this. And I have researched these things myself. I have researched it to a point when it comes to vaccines and different things like that, that I, I believe I know more than a lot of these Doctors, Not in a sense to be certified because a lot of doctors uh, don't get all the deep training when it comes to vaccines or side effects and stuff like that. Amazingly, that's true. So I have a lot of information that even a lot of clinical people that gives the shots don't know nothing about. So that's why I can come to my decision to be anti-vaccine because the little that I have learned and it don't take a lot for me. The little that I have been educated about when it comes to vaccines in general. You know, I'm talking about me now. When it comes to vaccines in general, let me with scientific proof and the articles that I have read and I have books. I haven't went through the books even hardly, but I can just, I can go to three or four pages and I can already see the numbers and the past and when the vaccine started, et cetera, and stuff like that, that all, that compels me not to take a vaccine. And my decision is I feel it's not needed. I don't need to, especially now, 58 years old, I don't need no type of vaccine. And what I have learned about vaccines, I'm not doing this as a scientific analysis or as a psychologist or as a doctor. What I have learned from the other side news of the vaccine, you know, thank God for these people that put this alternative news when it comes to vaccines out there. I have got educated so much on that without even knowing everything because you don't have to know everything but I have been educated so much when it comes to vaccines and adverse effects and the problems with the cause is more broader than the benefit was enough to just say I'm anti-vaccine it's not needed it's not needed if something if the cause is worse than the benefit if the cause is larger than the benefits why would I take it? My second question is, why would it be still on the market? I know the answer to that, but I'm just throwing it out there to you guys. Uh, 
um, uh, that's out there that's listening to me. I already came to came, came to my conclusion. Why? Ching ching, ching ching, ching ching. You know, just <laughs> it's bad. But that's what's going on right now. So that's my that's one of the whys. It's otherwise too, but that's one of the whys because it doesn't make any scientific sense. Why will certain medicines still be on the market, especially when it comes to the vaccine? And the reason I say that because you notice a lot of things get pulled. The CDC or the FDA, which one does it first or together, they pull certain items off quickly that cause little damage. They pull it off the market or they temporarily pull it back pull it off the market. They just take it off because of the damages. The biggest, one of the biggest ones you heard of, not only Big Pharma, they, they always into some, but Jan J with the pile on stuff like that causing everything. I don't have a lot of education, education on that, but I heard about Jan J. But anyway, it's a lot of things been pulled off. I haven't heard about a vaccine been pulled. I, I have not heard of a vaccine really been pulled. And it has a lot to do with the ching ching. It has a lot to do with that ching ching. It has a lot to do with that ching ching. <laughs> you know, that has. But my, this is what I want to talk about. You know, this is what I want to talk about. Welcome to Body of Christ Real Talk. Body of Christ Real Talk. Yes, I am saying the name vaccine. If my host has a problem, which is sprinkled with me saying that, you know. I'm sorry. I just cannot use you guys no more. I sh- I, 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 this is freedom of speech, and I should be able to use that word vaccine. That's not a why would that be a word that cannot be used? Or oh, maybe if I use COVID nineteen vaccine, but I will use that too. But if it's an issue and it's going to cause censorship, I just rather just you just take me off because this needs to be spoken upon. And I hope I I hope you guys. Will leave me that freedom. That's all I have to say because I'm not going to hold it back. I don't go over YouTube talking this way because I know they are censoring me. I don't go on Facebook with certain things because I know they are taking me off and censoring me. Now, if you if speakers like that, they have been cool so far. You know, I thank you, but I will respect your rights by leaving this platform if it's really going to cause a problem. If any speaker speaker people is listening to me, because I mentioned the vaccine, I'm just trying. I'm not. I'm not giving. I'm not saying this is scientific proof. I'm giving my opinion on how I feel about vaccines in general. Okay, I don't know what the disclaimers and stuff is on speaker or anything like that, but. You know, if it's a problem, let me know and then we'll work with that, you know, but I will speak up, you know, about the way I feel about certain medicines, if that's okay. If it's not okay, then we're going to have just an issue then, you know, I respect what you don't want on here, then you must respect me that I cannot be on here. If I can't speak up some truth about what's going on, because that's why I got this platform anyway. Okay, I wanted to get that out there. So when you guys hear me mention vaccine okay I'm talking about vaccines in general our bodies our health there's a lot of history about vaccines and many many people are very unlearned or ignorant 
or do not know if you don't like to be called ignorant. People, many people think, think you're saying stupid, but ignorance does not have nothing to do with stupid. It just means you don't know. Or you're just not informed or you're just not well informed about vaccine, the past of vaccines. The negative side. Now, why do I say that? Because still today, and many doctors which have a point when was the last time the CDC or the or big farmer of or any of them gave a document showing the positive effect of vaccines showing the data that's the word I want to use showing the data of the positive effects of vaccines like a lot of medicines you know that's been proven and been uh, allowed to use because they was proven they went through the tests they went through some type of a few placebo tests and stuff like that they went through that I don't know if if certain scientists or certain doctors don't even know too much about that I know I don't know when was the last time since the the discovery or since they started putting immunization shots in children and stuff like that and mandating it in schools or you can't go to school you know since whatever what has been the documented proof data proof that they these vaccines have been working for the children now this is a legitimate question this is a legitimate, legitimate question. When or have it ever? I don't know if I have or not. I'm asking this question. If you know something about that, let me know. When or have it ever been proven that the benefits of all vaccines that since they've been out outweighs the cost? Are they worth having out today? I'm talking about all vaccines for whatever, and there's many, there's hundreds and hundreds of vaccines, and they're making any, they're making even more now. Has it ever been proven that the benefit outweighs the cost? Now, if the ones that know what I mean by that, I'm just learning this, uh, this, this talk myself. And that's why you have to educate yourself because it ain't like I went to school for this. I learn as I look. When I look and I hear dust, I look to certain words they use in certain terms, I research it and find out what it means. I don't just go out and throw it out there. I research it myself. That's how I come I know it ain't because I train. You can get all the training you want just on YouTube and, uh, YouTube and, and Google and all that. You can train yourself. Of certain words, what well, the benefits outweighing the cause? That mean. Let me start with the cause first. The cause is the problem. Does the problem get worse? Does the problem slow down? Whatever problem it is, whether it's polio, autism, measles, mums, you know, flus, and different things like that. Has the rating, the data shows that since the vaccine's been out for those different uh, issues, is there any proof that the, the vaccines that's used for those 
ailments or those comorbidities, if I can call it that. You know, I might be misspeaking, you know. If the vaccine hasn't ever been proven that it slowed those down or even stopped it. And if so, where is the data? I'm not saying it never been shown, but I, I'm, I'm like other other people out there. Where is the data? Is just, you ever heard the term? Where's the money? Where's the proof? You know, where is the data? Now, if the cause, which is the problem, the the germ or the disease or whatever you have, or the sickness that you have, has got better since the vaccines. Then, okay, I'm cool with that. But that still would not convince me to get the vaccine. But my point is, that's the cause. If the cause is shown that it's got better, gotten better since the vaccines, you know, then we can talk. Not for me getting one, because I'm, I'm just anti when it comes to that. That's okay. My point is, the benefit means that it's doing what they said it does. It's going to slow it down. Might not completely stop it, but it's slowing it down. Or people got better or people have been healed. Do you have the proof of that? Now, what I am hearing and what I have been seeing and what I've been looking over, over the, from the articles and the stuff in my little own minor research that I have been doing when I look on the other side of the vaccines I see proof or alleged or alleged proof that is causing problems or has caused problems and it's been doing that for a while when it comes to the benefits side I hear people throwing numbers out there millions and millions of people has been you know saved and helped by the vaccines I hear that but they never throw out the data and proof proving that I'm not saying nobody never have but when you throw numbers out there, just like when an evolutionist throw that the, the world has been around billions and billions and billions of years with no data, no proof or nothing. You get better data when you believe the earth was made, was around about at least 6,000 years or more. But when it comes to billions, you just throwing numbers out there. That's the way they do when it comes to vaccines. You got the, uh, the pro-vacciners, since you want to get into the names, that throw numbers out there. I heard on this uh, this debate on TV one time, this guy was saying 20 million. He really went out there. 20 million people has been helped by these vaccines. But when he was challenged by Steve Kirsch, Kirsch one of the uh, Substack articles, newsletters that I get, you know, it's crickets. They never would debate their numbers. And the reason they won't debate those numbers because they're made up numbers. They don't have no data. They don't have no proof. Why do people do that? I don't know. That's another why I got, I, you know, just boggles me. Just like evolution, it just boggles me. Why do they throw numbers out? Just any type of numbers. Because they know people go believe it. And people not going to research it. And people like to be spoon fed. They like you to hold their hand. They believe in a lot of anything you tell them. So they continue to throw those numbers out there because they know they're not going to get challenged the majority of the time. You know, so, all right. I'm going to throw something out there when you believe something. When you start believing things. Now, some people are going to get bothered with this. 
I'm finna just be straight out and tell, I'm gonna straight out and tell you what I don't believe no more. I don't, uh, past events that happened in the America and American history, the research that I've done and what I have heard of um, because I never heard the other side when I hear the other side and I objectively look at things not subjectively but I objectively look at both sides and then I start thinking about it myself with the little knowledge that I have and the little education that I have and I don't have much but I have a lot of common sense and a lot of God-given discernment that a lot of things they said happened in the past did not happen it was staged some of you agree, some of you don't know what I'm talking about, and some of you disagree. This is not about agreeing or disagreeing. This is just me, my opinion, what I believe. See, then I'm going to get back to, you know, putting things in our body. Now, I'm going to name a few things. I have, I question now. Let me just put it that way. I question now. I have no proof. I got as much proof as the ones that show me these things and what I have seen you know man walking on the moon I don't believe a man not one man ever walked on the moon now I don't in the past I did but I don't know I did I, I, I believe it because they told me it was true Years later, I started getting skeptical. I started looking at the pictures and I started wondering how come nobody never done it since or even close to walking on the moon. How could you even get that close? Then I heard the stories and I had done a little. I seen the articles and I watched a few YouTubes and I said, okay, I'm going to come to my conclusion and tell proven wrong, otherwise wrong. I'm tired of just saying something that's right. Let me just tell proven otherwise wrong. From what I have seen, I don't think a man ever walked on the moon. I think it was staged. Now, it's, just, it's stories behind that the competitiveness was going up between the, uh, I think the, the then Soviet Union or whatever and the United States was been it was some type of competition and the United States really wanted to prove something like this and then they da, 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 da. you look at some of the stuff on there whatever that you know but it's more than that that I believe I don't believe man walked on the move I'm I'm going to base my belief basically because they never done it since with more advanced technology that they have now and no man never worked, walked on the moon since they supposed to have put something on the moon and that nobody was able has been able with those little bad looking machines they had then and they was able to do it that simple and no man from no country not even Russia or China has never got close has never done it since I base my unbelief on that now there's other reasons why they have on it but I believe that's why I can I can't go with that no more I can't go with that no more Okay, I'm skeptical about the I don't believe JFK was killed by Lee Harvey Oswald. I don't believe Martin Luther King was killed by, what's his name? James Earl Ray. 
I don't believe those things. I'm skeptical about the 9-11 now. What really went down with 9-11? I'm not fully sold on, you know, how it happened, but I'm skeptical about that. See, those things I am skeptical about now. I am very skeptical, and I, I just really don't believe in the elections now. I believe that uh, quite a few elections were stolen. I believe the 2020 elections were stolen. The 2020 presidential elections is stolen. I believe this last government election in Arizona, that's, that's almost easy, was stolen. You know, the Philadelphia election was stolen. You know, all these, this, the same guy that won the election is back in the hospital now. He's back in the hospital now because he can barely talk. He had, and I'm not knocking his, uh, his medical condition, but, you know, he was in bad shape. Fetterman, he was in bad shape and stuff like that because he had a, what, uh, a stroke or something like that. He wasn't even, before the stroke, he wasn't capable of running no government, but, you know, I, that was that was fraud that was stolen, too. My point is, it's a lot of things that I used to believe I do not believe no more. Basically, but just looking at it and researching. You can't just tell me anything no more and just tell me it's true. Okay? Now, what they got to do with the medical scene? It has to do with that because we have been told so many stories and lies and flip-flops when it comes to vaccines. I'm not just talking about COVID-19 vaccines. This is about vaccines in general. I'm still not, don't have enough education on vaccines to break down the words and the numbers and stuff like that, but I have numbers. See, I don't have to remember it. I got numbers. I, 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 I dumped uh, numbers on a few of my podcasts. You can go back to a few of my podcasts and I broke down different numbers from VIRS and stuff like that. I got books. I got, you know, different science and stuff like that. So I have the stuff. I have the knowledge. It ain't in my head, but I have it around me. I have to go back to it, you know. So that's why... I, I consider myself, ain't no considering I am anti-vaccine. The reason I'm anti-vaccine, because I don't believe vaccines work, because I believe the cause is more dangerous than the, the cause is more broader and bigger than the benefits. Now, do I take, make sure I take aspirins, I take Tylenols, I take, uh, I like Elive. It ain't like I don't take, I, put, I take flu medicine, stuff like that, so I'm not anti-medicine. I'm just anti-vaccine. See, I'm not against medicines. I think a lot of medicines help, you know. I think it's a lot of prescribed medicines help, you know. I'm funny about my body, you know, that's just me. I'm just funny about my body. But the thing is, I'm not anti-medicine, but I am anti-vaccine because I don't believe vaccines, the benefits of the vaccines is worth having out here. I, I just don't. I think the cause outweighs the benefits. That's my look on vaccines. That's my opinion from what I have researched and what I have seen when it comes to vaccines. Now, to you, that's a different story. You, that's a different story. I'm not talking about you all, you know. But what I am saying is I'm not going to talk about all other medicines. That's almost should be common sense. But when it comes to vaccines because the vaccines is that 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 monster is that god little g god that people just protect so strong doctors protected clinics protected politicians protected 
You know, they so defensive when it comes to vaccines. And I'm just still looking. Okay, if these vaccines are so great, just show the benefits. Just show some data. You know, I hear even doctors that's against it now saying, yeah, vaccines have worked for a lot of people. And I'm saying, yeah, you're saying that, but where? where? Okay, tell us. Where's the data? If you never had no test, if a medicine or a vaccine never went through no tests and have not been proven, I ain't talking about a little bitty test or a few mice or nothing like that. I'm talking about real serious tests before you let it out and you have nothing to compare it with. How could you say it's helping you then? If you never had a comparison test, how could you say that medicine or that vaccine is helping you? And this is from me, an uneducated person, don't know too much about science and have a lot of medicine work. Most medicines I don't. I just know they worked. I work. A lot of medicines do work. It's a lot of decent medicines out there, no doubt. But the vaccine has such a low rating now, people say, no, they, Joe, they said this. The CDC said that. Yeah, they said that. But they never proved it with no data. You ever think about that? They never proved it with no data. A lot of other medicines, like the aspirins and the tiny other stuff I was talking about, have been proven. Have been test proven. That's why they're on the market today. But the vaccines is always the gray area. You have your belief in vaccines because of commercials, because of actors, because of actresses, because of fake doctors and real doctors and what your doctor told you. That's your proof because they said they work. They never showed you no data proof. They just said it works. You ever think about that? They just said they works. They never proved. They never gave you a handbook. They never... You know, I don't think they have, you know, far as I know, I can be wrong, but I don't remember them giving out no handbooks or nothing about the side effects, the, the real side effects of vaccines. Because I believe if they did with the little testing they done, a lot of people would not take them. And then you have the ones that would take them anyway, because they just believe the government, whatever the government say, whatever their doctor tell them. They don't know the difference between benefits and cause. They just go by word of mouth. It's just like gurus. Gurus tell you this work. A guru will tell you all you have to do is buy my system. All you have to do is do this. I got the best software. It's been proven. Then he have his his testimony of people out there that spend two, three, four, five thousand dollars just to get mentored and use their symptoms to, uh, to make them look good. Because it's always an upsell. When it comes to gurus, oftentimes it's always an upsell. They it go from free to ninety-seven dollars. You notice he always uses those odd numbers to make it look like it's real. Why they why they come up with those numbers or forty-seven numbers or the big nine ninety-seven? Then you get the nine ninety-seven master class. Then they got the number. Then they got the gold class. Then they got the premium. Then they got the the uh, what the bronze uh, gold premium whatever the, all the way to the diamond. It never stops. It's always an upsell. And you learning the same thing. And you ain't got sense enough to know. You ain't learning nothing, nothing no more different. You learn how to scheme more. You learn how to be a guru. You now a mastermind of the gurus. See? 
and you probably never even bought or sold one item or one house, maybe a few of them, and you may be partnered with a few people. So I'm not going to say everybody, but the majority of the people do not succeed in guru schemes because that's what it is, a scheme. It's a hustle. It's a marketing plan. They, they get rich off their books. They get rich off their e-books. They get rich off their software. They get, you know, it's always an upsell, upsell. That's why upsell, upsell, upsell. You know, vaccines, it's the same way. It was always an upsell. They always told you how good it was. And you, all you had to do is they tell you, you know, you, you, you're bad for, the, you, you're bad for your family. You won't take this shot. That means you, you, you don't care too much about your family. You're protecting your family when you take it. This is the best decision you ever made. But that's all they tell you how good the vaccine is. They often tell you how good the vaccine is. Even the immunization shots. I'm speaking on this. I'm speaking on this because I'm tired of it. I'm not going to be sold on this upsell marketing no more. Thank God he has opened up my mind to just plan out discernment and common sense. An uneducated, not too much educated person like myself don't even speak that well. Can see what's going on. I'm not the best speaker, but I'm not the worst speaker. I, I don't I don't think I'm putting myself down about my, my grammar stuff. I don't have the best grammar, but I don't have the worst either. I can speak well enough, weller than a lot of other people to get my point across because I teach myself how to speak. I teach myself and I laugh at my own mistakes because I'm still learning. Because you're good already don't mean you're smart. You just know how to speak well. Well, let me get off that, Okay. A person like me, myself, uses my common sense the best way that I know how. I'm not a germaphobic. I'm not a scientophobic. I'm not nothing like that, man. I just have learned how to look at things objectively now, and then I make a decision on that. And that's how I made my decision when it comes to the vaccines. That's what I was. It was easy for me to say anti-vaccine. That's a that's a no-no word to some people. When people people used to get bothered, and they used to always try to apologize. Well, I'm not saying I'm anti-vaccine. I said, why are you apologizing? If you anti-vaccine or whatever like that, oh, you're waiting. Say what you really want, man. Now, if you're gonna knock vaccines like you've been knocking vaccines. You're going to say vaccines are so bad. Vaccines are no good for the day. Then you get uh, your compromise. Say, well, I'm not saying I'm anti-vaccine. You know, I'm just waiting till they come up with the vaccine. And I'll say, what? Me? I ain't waiting for them to come up with nothing. There's too much data showing that they, they, they're not good. What they're used for. 
what they're used for. I didn't see data that when a lot of diseases and germs start going down, when they start doing a lot of sanitation stuff and they start cleaning stuff and they start doing cleaning the waters and stuff like that, the uh, the polio and the measles that stuff start going down. So when the vaccines came out at the same time, it made it look like the vaccines was, was, was responsible for those germs and diseases going down. No, but they were declining Anyway, they were declining then, so they gave a lift to the vaccines to make the vaccines look like that they was the reason why these diseases and germs was going down. No, it was not. It was sanitary reasons and better conditioning they have done and those diseases was going down. They was on their way down. Uh, each vaccine movement that I looked at, the, uh, the, uh, the problem, the cause, the diseases and the germs was going down when the vaccines came out. So it looked like the vaccines was the one responsible for it because they was taking vaccines. But what messed that up, after a while, those things start coming back when the vaccines start getting out there. So more autism came, that was more polio came, more measles came, more tuberculosis came, more hepatitis came. I'm just throwing things out there, you know, cancer increased. A lot of stuff started increasing at the same time the vaccines was out there. You see what I'm saying? It was going down when the vaccines came. So it looked like the vaccines was part of that. It was responsible for help curing these diseases and germs. But after a while, nature is going to prove any type of medicine wrong because those things start skyrocketing and even today they skyrocket even more even today with the use of all vaccines just look at America America from what I just heard America uses more vaccines than any other country but have the sickest kids have some of the sickest people why if these vaccines are so good, how come America is one of the most sickest countries? I ain't talking about the poor countries. I'm talking about a wealthy, the wealthiest country in the world. The United States of America has some of the sickest kids. Mental deranged people. Adverse. Adverse side effects than any other nation. Even some of the poor nations that don't know no better. You figure that out. You figure that out. Now, why I'm saying this, and I hope somebody is listening to this and, t- and do your research. If you want some information, I will give it to you. I'm not just going to throw it out there. You can call the number and just request it. I'll give you some links and information. That's on you. If not, don't worry about it. You know, just stay unknown, you know. But these just for the ones that want information on this. I'm going to go with this. When it comes to vaccines, since the, the subject and the context is on vaccines, all I'm asking is you to do your research, ask questions. If they stutter and they don't know and whatever like that, don't don't let them put it in you. Don't do not let them. It's a battle going on right now. People are dropping dead. People are not waking up, dying in their sleep. Middle-aged to young people I'm talking about. Athletes collapsing. Some dying, some in bad shape. 
Uh, it's more than uh, Damar Hamlin. That's why, that's why there was a lot of friction about that. It's more than Damar Hamlin. They have videos that they try to censor. Because there's so many cameras in the United States in the world now, it's hard to just miss something. You could just, cameras are spotted everywhere. People got cell phones, they got videos. It's hard to miss a lot of this stuff that's going on. It, once upon a time, you could hide all that stuff. You can't now, so you can catch a lot of things without even looking for it. You just happen to be walking down the street or you then all of a sudden somebody just fall, bam. I was on the bus the other day and I seen this guy, you know, fall, wham, on his back. The first thing that came to my mind, oh my God, is this one of those, you know, sudden death things happening and everything like that? You know, that the first thing came to my mind because there's so much of that going on now. And these just the ones that's been reported or seen, not the ones that's unseen. It's more war way than what happened to DeMar Hamlin of Buffalo. That's just been talked about so much because it was on the it was it was worldwide. It was in a, it was on main, it was on nationwide. That's why they had to talk about. They couldn't ignore that. But you know you had other players and athletes falling dead even today. Every day you go to you go to Facebook, you see that youngsters falling dead. Parents are bombarded. They lost, but nobody want to talk about the vaccines. They even convinced parents them not to even mention that or talk about the vaccines. All this brainwashing. You hear it all in the comments. Do you hear the people? How could you keep jumping to conclusions? Those are the brain dead people. They just believe everything the government and the CDC, whatever, tells them. Now, uh, you know, you're going to get that. Now, I, I, forgive me for calling them brain dead. That's wrong. I apologize for that. Lord, forgive me for that. That's wrong. But those, they just don't see it. They just don't want to get it. You know, I don't want to get the, get into name calling, you know. But my point is when it comes to putting things in our body, when it comes to medicines and shots I'm talking about, we could uh, food and everything else, we all need to work on that period. Well, it's a lot of junk in the food. It's a lot of junk in the water. You know, it's a lot of junk in a lot of things, you know. And uh, my trust for the government, my trust for the medical, uh, medical or big farmer is zero. I just don't have no trust in them because they lie so much. Our government is some of the biggest liars in the world. Yeah, it's an agenda. It's an agenda to depopulate. I have no doubt. It's an agenda. Bill Gates and the WF, uh, Klaus Schwab, and all those other cronies. You know, it's a, it's an agenda. There's no conspiracy theory anymore. They 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 straight out just tell you that in a very scientific, all around about way. Doctors lie to you every day. It's hard. To, your doctors lie to you because they got a certain clause. They can't they can't put their vaccine out. If you got a shot and you went to your doctor today, if he ain't honest, he go say something else. People dying today, they go, they go do an autopsy. 
they're going to say something else because they're not looking for the vaccine. One doctor was saying that you have to really look for the vaccine problem. If you, you can do an autopsy and find something, you can say, oh, they died from cardiac arrest or they died from myocarditis or they died from pericarditis or they died from a blood clot or whatever, you know, because, yes, that's the problem. But what caused it? They don't go that far because they haven't feeling that it is maybe the vaccine. And it's been proven to honest uh, autopsy, people that done autopsies, because they knew what to look for. If you're looking for the, a vaccine problem, you will find it. But if you're not looking for it, you can just call you the death what it was. You understand what I'm saying? That's what's, been, that's what's going on now. So a lot of people that's doing these autopsies, the majority of the time, the doctors ain't going to try to find out if the vaccine is the problem unless they're real honest. Because they're scared to lose their license and stuff and all kinds of stuff now. So autopsy can be done, but they got to be really looking for the vaccine or they won't find it. So it's going to be easily said it's not because of the vaccine, but it's because of something this, 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 but it's not the vaccine. Because you have to look for it. One doctor said you got to look for it. And once you start looking for a vaccine problem, you will find it. According to this doctor, I forgot his name. My point is, we are in a battle for our health now, saints, listeners. And we need to be on guard. Educate ourselves. Research. It's never too late. You don't have to go to school for this stuff because you're going to get lied to anyway. They're not going to tell you talk bad about vaccines. You got to look this stuff and research it yourself. Because a school and a... Trade school or some type of medical school is not going to teach you the other side of the effects of vaccines. No, that's a no-no. These companies are very powerful. They are multi-billionaires. They pay a lot of people to keep their mouth shut. They pay people to disappear. They pay people, if they say something, they will lose their license. That's why so many people's mouths are shut about vaccines in general. That's why they're still around. All this damage they are doing, and they are. Why you think they still around? Ching ching. Be careful what you put in your body. That's all I have to say. It's on you after that. Okay? Now before I go, I want to talk about something else. <laughs> I want to talk something more uplifting. You know, something more uplifting. Uh, for my Bible my Bible readers you want to know some fun ways to read the Bible or the fun ways to learn the Bible or fun ways I'm not going to study it's nothing like studying the Bible traditional way you know it's that I'm not trying to say this is better than that no straight out studying the Bible traditional way is the best way to study the Bible when you just do your you know your work you're rightly dividing and you know your references or whatever and things like that and your history study and stuff like that and context study or your exegesis and you know stuff like that that's the best way to study the Bible no doubt no doubt but fun things you can do when you get a little burnt out. Some people do get burnt out in Bible study. But when you get a little burnt out, 
the more Bible study that I do and uh, the Holy Spirit reveal things to me, I wind up doing it for one, two or three hours because it's just even though I read those things again. But when you study the Bible, you say, wow, I didn't know that. I didn't see that. That's the beauty, feels, the beauty of studying the word of God. Rightly divided, though. Rightly divided. You learn how to study the, God, the word of God. Rightly divided. But it's a lot of a, a few fun things. I'm just finding out myself when I get bored and everything like that or to keep me from getting stressed out and thinking about bad negative things and everything like I just got to talking about <laughs> you know it's some fun things that you can do you know that'll help that it enhance your learning of Bible learning one of them is Bible quizzes Bible quizzes many apps out there now I'm not promoting nothing and get paid nothing this is just me so I'm not trying to sell you to buy nothing because all this stuff is free uh, uh, Bible trivia I never was a quiz or trivia person. I just never was into that because I, I catch on slow. So I never was into a lot of trivia and quizzes. But Bible trivia was an interest to me because I have a passion for the Word of God. And I know, I know quite a bit about the Word of God, see. The other quizzes and trivias I never got into because I don't know too much about certain things about. It depends on the subject. And I don't know too much about, so I don't waste my time with those trivia. But Bible trivia, I like the challenge because I like to challenge myself and see how much I do know. And that's a fun game. And also about Bible trivia, Bible trivia lets you know how much you don't know about people and persons and things in the Bible as well. I found myself saying, what, 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 what? Really, I didn't know that. And you get the brain fog because, you know, the reason being also show well let's speak for me it also show me certain books that I need to study more about of certain events and context I need to study more about and some of them are pretty much simple it seemed like I knew more about the harder things in the Bible but than the, uh, the simple ones not all of them I knew the basic things you know but some of them I knew it so much and it was so simple to me I still pushed the wrong thing because I, I was looking at the name wrong because I'm trying to I'm, I'm, I got cocky I got kind of arrogant you know and got kind of arrogant and you know even playing you can get kind of arrogant and still do the wrong thing because you're not even, even looking at the name right because the question is saying some things and you see a P you might you might you I, I'm looking at that's Paul but it's saying Peter then I push false or true and blah 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 so you have to take your time even with Bible treaty trivia when the questions get tougher and they will get tougher I'm on the hard level now because the trivia game that I have is easy medium and hard I'm on the hard level now you know, and sometimes some of the things in the hard level is easy to me, and some things in the medium or easy are kind of challenging. See, that's the thing. It depends. That tells you, okay, you know more about this about the Bible than that. You know about certain books in the Bible. Now, if you never read the book of Nehemiah, you never read the book of the Judges, you know, you never read the book of Ezekiel, you never read the book of Isaiah, you never read the book of Lamentations or the Minor Prophets of uh, uh, Haggai, Malachi, etc. and stuff like that. You're going to have trouble with those books because you never read them when it comes to quizzes. You don't even know the names. That's what I was running into problems with. I read those books, but not most of them, some of the books in the Bible I haven't even read. Guilty. 
That's charge. I haven't even read. So when those challenges come up, I'm just guessing. I have no idea. I'm just guessing. And they give you 24 seconds. I love it, though. They give you 24 seconds to, you know, to uh, find out what's going on. Now, what happens after 24 seconds? They tell you the answer. They give you 10 questions. You got you to gotta answer at least 7 out of 10 questions. Anything under that, you have to take it over again. They're not going to let you fail. That's the beautiful thing about that. You're not going to fail. You might get frustrated, but but the reason I like that because once you go over again, automatically you memorize the things you messed up on. If you miss 6 out of 10 and you have to take it again, majority of the time you're going to get at least 9 out of 10 or all of them. No lower than 8 out of 10 because you remember now. Some of you just push too fast and some of you just said, okay, I know about memory. You, you see what I'm saying? So that's a, you know, and then they share, tell you the scriptures and what books to go to. So it's a study in itself to educate yourself. And I think the majority of the people that takes Bible trivia, not going to say the majority, because if a person just spends a lot of time in the Old Testament and read those books, they're going to have more of a better chance of passing those harder ones because the harder ones is mostly the Old Testament you know and different things like that so far to what I see but when it came to the letters of Paul and it came to Matthew, Mark, Luke and John and you know certain things like that I was pretty good at that because I read those a lot because that's a dispensation that mostly I'm in you know that I read a lot so that tells me, wow, I don't even know too much about that because I didn't read too much about Nehemiah. I know he was a builder of the Jerusalem wall and stuff like that, but it's a lot of things I didn't know. I didn't know about this or whatever like that, but a lot of them I knew some things of Jonah and Gideon and stuff like that, but it's some things I didn't know. That's the challenge of Bible trivia. Do that. It's real fun and help you learn the Bible. And what you don't know, you can't lose. You just go back and write those down and just read those books or read those verses and it'll help you grow in the things of God. This is for the new believer and the old believer because if you think you know it all, a Bible trivia would show you wrong that you don't. That you don't. Okay? You see? Now, the tricky part also of Bible trivia, it depends what translation they use as well because they might say something different. I'm mostly King James, you know, predominantly King James. If they use the NIV trivia scriptures or whatever like that, that's that be, that that's more trickier because, you know, a lot of their scriptures are watered down and don't say the same thing. So I don't I'd rather have a King James version trivia or whatever like that. But if not, I still do pretty good. And I think I'm doing okay now, but I also seen wow, it's things I just don't know much about. But it also, it's things I know a lot about because I have worried those things and it's in my head, it's in my heart now. So Bible trivia is one of them. Another good fun thing to do is uh, 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 not only a Bible trivia app, but a Bible memorization app, a verse and memory app that you can memorize some of your favorite verses in the Bible. It's so much good, decent, um, there's uh, too many apps out there. A lot of them are good, some of them might be bad, but I haven't read any bad ones yet. I just, it's just a matter of choosing which one that I feel comfortable with and that'll work with me and you might, you do the same thing when you're trying to learn the Bible, see? 
Now, this is you, this this could be a fun game for the saved and the unsaved. You just interested in learning different things in the Bible. Now, the most of the unsaved, you're not going to do too well because you don't you don't know the things in the Bible. But if you are a believer, you know, you know, far as that you want to just have a little fun game and test your knowledge of the Bible when it comes to verses or people or places or things in the Bible. Bible trivia is one of. Them. I just wanted to throw that out there. You know, you could just go to. Uh, the Google Store, the Play Store, unless you got an iPhone, you just go to Apple. But if you got a smartphone or whatever like that, you know, go to Google Play, Play Store, and just look at these different games. Memorization games and stuff like that. That's the stuff I'm doing now to keep myself and keep my mind going to occupy so I can keep my stuff out. A lot of negative and other junks and struggles that I go through in my head. So Bible study, Bible reading, and Bible things, it's, it's fun. It can help you grow and stuff like that. I recommend that to all that listen to my podcast especially believers okay if you guys interested in the other trivia that listen to they got a lot of trivia things when it comes to science and stuff like that or you know uh, uh i don't know real estate you know you just search google they got all kind of trivias that you might be interested in something that you you know you have a passion for i advise anybody not only the bible whatever trivia it is go for it, have some fun you know work with your mind you know and just help your mind to grow and challenge you will find out you might know more than what you think and you're going to find out also that some things you need to work on you don't know much as you thought you did you know like me like I find out you know but I also found out I, lo- I know a lot you know because my the way I read the Bible now and, and, and I, I remember things in the Bible so I wanted to throw that out there okay God bless you all body of Christ real talk if you're not saved the way to be saved is believing and what Jesus done on the cross. Now, first thing you got to believe that you are a sinner and you need to be saved. But the beautiful things about that, your sins have been taken care of over 2000 years ago, according to 2 Corinthians 5 and 19. Another beautiful thing is about it, God has reconciled himself to you already, according to 2 Corinthians 5 and 18. So he reconciled himself to you because of what Jesus done on the cross over 2,000 years ago. He's not imputing no trespasses against you, according to 2 Corinthians 5 and 19. Okay? And the way to be saved now is according to 1 Corinthians 15, 3 to 4. Believing in his death, burial, resurrection, and you will be saved. Believe in what Jesus did, not who he was. So this is what you get now. This is what you got now. Your sins have been forgiven, past, present, and future. Wherever there is no law, there is no sin, according to Romans 4 and 13. Romans 5 and 13, I'm sorry. So whatever there is no law, there is no sin. So God is not charging no one for their sins today. The sins have been imputed all on Jesus 2,000 years ago. So you have been forgiven. You just need to be justified. You just need to be righteous now. You just need to be sanctified. And you need to be redeemed. And the only way to do that is believe in 1 Corinthians 15, 3-4 of the gospel. How to be saved. Believing in the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's the only way to be saved today. That's the gospel of the grace of God. Okay? God bless you all. You hear this message? And you believe it. Now I'm going to leave you with this like I have been doing lately. You don't have to be saved first to be forgiven. 
you already have been forgiven. Now you have a chance to be saved and have eternal life. God bless you. Peace out. Body Christ Real Talk. Bye-bye. Peace out. Love you all.